The $2 Small Me Cafe is the answer to your day. The question is whether you go with a rich caramel frappe paired with a warm cinnamon roll, a sweet caramel macchiato paired with a blueberry muffin made with real blueberries, or a hot chocolate paired with a classic apple fritter. Don't worry, there's never a wrong choice. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to the sideline, the sideline talk. Your boy Alan sitting the place to be. What it is? It's your boy Humble Ways, Shout out to Coach Eric Green and the Baltimore Tar Heels. Yes. Um, Sideline talk in the community. Give it back to the youth as we always do. Um, powder blue with the gray is tough. I might want to see a powder blue in all white. See how that looks. Especially yeah. when you've been in the spring league and how hot it was that Saturday. Yeah, they need a white jersey. They need a white jersey. Um, they won what six to nothing? Yeah, they won six to nothing. So shout out, kids pitch. Played a team out of West Virginia, uh, something Bumblebees. I don't know exactly what they were. They had that was West Virginia. That makes a lot of sense now. It, it do, but it don't. It makes a lot of sense. The jerseys now. look like below regulation rec teams. Have you ever been to West Virginia? I have. What part? I don't know. Because my father lived in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I don't know where it was. I just, it seemed like a, a, a haunted ghost town. My father lived in Martinsburg, West Virginia. And, it seemed like and it that is more of the city, if you will, of West Virginia. And it's still Bama out. When I went there, it seemed like Walmart was the place to be. And I don't know why. It was just hella people there. And it was like a random... Friday or Saturday. Walmart was the place to be. And if you're in apartments, you know the little green Transformers that be outside? Yeah. That's the place to hang out. I don't understand it. That's West Virginia. Now all this starts to make sense. If you ought to say West Virginia, I'd, I'd adjust the team a little bit differently. Like, oh, okay, that's why like they're doing it. different there. helmets. Black, white, yeah. or something else. Yeah. I ain't get it. But, I mean... Shout out to all both the teams. They played hard. Other than my critique and everybody else, we felt like the uh, offensive line needed to find the ball a little bit more better. They probably need to run some more sprints, maybe 100-yard sprints because they got winded. And they needed to become a family. Too much fighting over some miscues and missed blocks, missed passes, incomplete passes, missed tackles. They got to come together more in practice as a family. Everybody can't be a star. Somebody got to do the hard work, grunt work.
Yeah, somebody got to do the grunt work. But other than that, being a family, that's, it should be good. <laughs> well, all right. Let's move on to NBA playoffs. NBA. Did you watch any of them games besides what we saw? Uh, I watched a little bit of the Wizards game. I watched, right. yeah, other stuff like the game that we seen, the Spurs and the Warriors. Um. So let's go ahead and recap the scores from the last two days of basketball. So Saturday, the Warriors played the Spurs at home. They beat the Spurs one thirteen to ninety two. The second game was the Raptors versus the Wizards. The Raptors end up pulling that out at one fourteen to one oh six. The Seventy Sixers smashed the Miami Heat at one thirty to one oh three without Embiid and the Pelicans. Not surprisingly, but surprisingly shocked and beat the Blazers 97 to 95. And the Sunday games was interesting. Unfortunately, Boston won against Milwaukee 113 107 in overtime. Mm -hmm. Um, Indiana Pacers blew out Cleveland 98 to 80, and it wasn't even that close. Mm. Um, Oklahoma City beat Utah Jazz 116 to 108. And the nightcap. James Harden and the Houston Rockets beat the Minnesota Timberwolves 104-101. to 44. Now, out of those Sunday games, which one was the best? Boston-Milwaukee. Boston-Milwaukee because of the, the game-tying threes. game-tying, well, the game-leading three, then the game-tying three, then the overtime period. Like, all of that was, was good. Okay. Wrong team won, but... Other than that, the game was great. Mm. I think that was the best game this weekend, honestly. Let's talk about that, the Pacers-Cavaliers game. What did you take away from that? Somebody needed to get LeBron some help. Now, I'm, I'm not saying it just because, you know, they didn't do, they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But Jeff Green played 26 minutes. How many points did he score? I don't know. Nothing. I scored the same amount of points as Jeff Murray. 26 minutes and no points. Exactly. They would have, now, when I was watching some of the game, they were saying J.R. Smith needs to start from now on. Because when he, he had 15 points, they were still within a 10, 12-point deficit of the lead. But he was seeing like he could score a will against anybody on that Pacers team. There's only three people on the Cavaliers that had 10 points or more. LeBron, of course. Yeah. JR. Larry Nance and JR. Larry Nance had 10, JR had 15. What did Kevin Love finish with? Kevin Love had nine. Off of how many attempts? Off of eight field goal attempts. <sighs> so eight shots to get nine points. Ronnie Hood had eight shots to get nine points. Like Hood was missing some open threes, too. George Hill had seven points off of seven attempts. Hmm. Like, I mean. Not to be a LeBron apologist or anything, but I don't think Michael Jordan won too many championships without people scoring double digits to help him out. Yeah. You know, especially your starters. Now, what did the Pacers do right? First off, y'all got to stop giving – y'all got to stop hating on Vic for uh, for Russ. Just because Vic was not a uh, catch-and-shoot player don't mean Vic wasn't always good. 
I was never hating on Vic. I was just saying he was from, you know, South Queens, Wakanda. That's all I was saying. But Vic went off for 32 points. Um, 32 points, six rebounds, four assists. Now I I'll, st- I'll still say Cavaliers can win the series, of course because you got, got the, the you got the, huh? I definitely got to win the series. Now what do you, Vic need to do to keep this game to try to take it to six or seven? Do we have the average t- high twenty, mid twenty, or do people all around him like he's gonna he's gonna give you what he's gonna give you? And who needs to step up for that team to try to push this Cleveland Cavaliers team? That's of course I rate them a high C plus. B minus right now that still can take them to the finals in the Eastern Conference for me. But what do they need to do to push this team to a six or seven game series in round one? Um, Vic stepped up what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Miles Turner needs to continue to step up. He has sixteen points uh, and eight rebounds. Okay. Um, Bogdanovic had fifteen points. Mm. Lance Stevenson had twelve points. So they, his pieces around him are stepping up, whereas LeBron's isn't. Mm. Well, for one, you got to play Tristan Thompson more than two minutes a game. Like who who's helping, who's getting rebound? But but if you look at it like this, they still won the rebounding battle. They lost the turnover battle, so they probably need to work on that. But you still out rebounding them. Two more rebounds, but you had more offensive rebounds with nine. And that's with LeBron alone. You probably could have more second-chance points with Tristan Thompson, but then they probably feel like he's a liability somewhere. Where everybody's going in, nobody's fair in the room. Everybody's going into the room. Mm-hmm. Cameron Love is not your yeah, room protector. Jeff Green is not your room protector. Mm-hmm. But then you can't shoot 24% from the three-point line and – but Pacers did shoot 46% from the field. So, right now, from any from any standpoint, a lot of West teams are beating anybody over East. Yeah, I mean, beginning of the season, mm-hmm. I said if Houston or um, Golden State make the finals, Cleveland is in trouble. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't stand a shot in hell. Hmm. Now, I want to add Oklahoma to that mix. I want to add Utah to that mix. Hell, I'll even add Portland to that mix. I don't see them beating Portland mm. in a seven-game series. Yo, that that then you got Clarkson with only six. Culver had four minutes with three attempts, no points. Yeah, yeah. they need to, they need to do something better. I mean, because if LeBron James is gonna play forty-four minutes and he's gonna give his heart out. And he's going to have to see a better team next the next round. It's, it's going to be tough by the time you get to the Eastern Conference Finals to see how much gas you got. Because right now your team pretty much I don't care he can get to the finals and get swept because of how tired he's going to be. I don't care he's going to be the king. He's going to be the greatest player ever. After a while, you taking you taking games off during the regular season to prepare for the playoffs to see how grueling it is because you know you got to be on the court twenty four seven. So your team to step up, and I I think it's. It should be Kevin Love, but then I feel like he's going to, have to take more. You're going to probably have to go inside out, go to Kevin Love, back out to LeBron, and make him be more physical that way. I think LeBron needs to be more physical in the paint. Hmm. 
I think LeBron. I mean, either way, LeBron setting up the play or LeBron getting to the basket or LeBron backing down to the basket. Either way. Because he was 10 for 14 for free throw line, and then he's, but he was 0 for 4 and 3 point. So take less three pointers. I don't see why LeBron is taking three pointers unless it's a last throw up ditch effort at the end. There's no reason for someone that that's more athletic, bigger, and faster than anyone on the court to be taking threes. Um, and then no one else is getting to the free throw line. Because they're not going in. Everybody's just shoot, standing around and shooting. Yeah. So, the next game. Did you have any more uh, information on a, a Cavs game? Or you just you done? All right. The Thunder versus the Jazz. How do you feel about that game? Was it straight dominance, or was it just you think one player, one person, one person got hot and Paul George definitely got hot. Um, Paul George had thirty eight minutes, thirty six points, seven rebounds, no assists. He was thirteen from twenty from the field, eight from eleven from three point line, and. Two for two on the free throw. Carmelo had 15, 7 and 2. Uh, two for seven from three point line. Three for four from the free throw line. Westbrook had 29, 13 to 8, 10 and 25 from the field. Of course, that's the type of numbers that you always going to get from him. 9 to 9 from the free throw, 100%. Adams had 12 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Brewer had 7 points, 3 rebounds, and 1 assist. Hmm. That's, that's some high power numbers. If Melo could stay at fifteen to twenty a game, I would like that. But I, I personally don't think I'm gonna get that consistency from Paul George yet. I don't see it. I don't see it. So on the other end of the court, you had the rookie with twenty seven points, ten rebounds, three assists, eleven from twenty two from the field. Could be a little bit better. Ingles with 13 points, two assists, two rebounds, one assist. Rubio with 13 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Favors with seven points, five rebounds, three assists. And Goldberg with 14 points, seven rebounds, and one assist. Now you had Crowder coming up the bench with 13 points, four rebounds, and two assists. Exxon with 10, one, and two. What do the Utah Jazz need to do to slow first slow down Westbrook and to find a way to win a game? Donovan Mitchell for a rookie is very great. Mm-hmm. Twenty, I think he had what twenty and ten. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, he had twenty-seven and ten. Twenty-seven and ten. Yeah, that's dope for any rookie, any player. Period. Right. So, and they were nice when they were going inside. Mm-hmm. So they need to continue going inside more. Maybe switch up a defensive matchup though. Mm-hmm. It's hard to match up with Westbrook, but somebody got to make him a jump shooter. It's easier said than done, but somebody has to make him a jump shooter. I think if you look at the game and and if you minimize a three point. Attempts or shots that they took because look, you had 48% from the three point line, and then you was at self Utah was 39%, and you only lost by eight, right? 
No, you lost. Yeah, you lost by eight. Yeah. So that could be a closer game if you minimize a lot of those open shots. Now, granted, you can't stop everybody, but if you can at least stop Paul George from from having exactly eight from eleven, if you can stop (laughs) Paul George from having a high thirty game, maybe a low twenty, mid twenty, see where you at then. See where you can regroup and try to out hustle somebody there. Because I'd rather have the ball and Westbrook hand shooting than I would rather have a hot Paul George. Yeah, definitely. Point blank period. It's, I don't care what nobody say, say I'm hating or not. Go back to the facts. Go back to the games and previous. Oh, 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 Westbrook, you know, he got hot. He got this. But, yeah, he will shoot you out of a game, a clutch game at the end. I don't care if you say he got mama battalion or not. He ain't got mama, mama uh, accuracy. So <laughs> I don't care what you say. You can have the heart and desire all you want. He, he put them Nikes on. He's still with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you know, I'd rather have the ball in his hands than a hot Paul George or even a, a, a mid-range mellow. So. That's another one that needs to be more in the block. Oh, Mello? That's where he should be. I don't know why I don't like it. That's where he should be. I know he <laughs> he feel like I know he I know he he knows he got a jumper, but right now he need to be inside out. Yeah. That's that will make his game way better than what it is right now. It would always make his it always would have made his game better if he could develop that inside and become more of an inside scorer that can also shoot the middle. It seems like he's he's not scared, but he's more reluctant to He's always been reluctant to, to put his like body to the one face up type of player. Like, but even you, you strong enough to body him down, then turn over and and make a move. You can always make your shot, but now it's just like you just you reluctantly just to set up and shoot after you get to a certain point. You want to be a, a catch and shoot type yeah. of player too? Like, come on, Melo. Mm. All right, the last yeah. night game, the final one on Sunday. You asleep? I what time did it come on? What, 10.30? 10.30. Yeah, ain't nobody watching that shit. <laughs> so, uh, you had Minnesota versus the Houston Rockets. That seemed like a close one. Was it that close, or did you, you ain't watch none of it? I ain't watching none, none. Of Okay, all right. <laughs> so, we wanted to play a stop. We're going to start with the Timberwolves right now. Carl Anthony Towns had 40 minutes. Oh, my God. I see why he lost. <laughs> Shoot. Boy, you had 40 minutes with eight points. 12 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 for 9 from the three throw. I mean, I mean, from the field goal line, I mean, sheesh. Butler had 36 minutes for 13 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Wiggins had 32 minutes, 18 points, 6, six rebounds, 1 assist. Gibson, 32 minutes, 9 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist. Teague had 29 minutes, 15 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. You know, that's not a, that's not a bad game right there. It's not. Uh, D. Rose has 16, 16 points, two rebounds, four assists off of 24 minutes off the bench. Crawford had 26 minutes, 15 points, two rebounds, and two assists. Hmm. I, gotta, I feel I, like Minnesota is going to push this series or be close in every game that they get, um, that they get swept. Hmm. That's cause Cause it's, defensively, I, they, they can be right there with Houston. Like, no one hopes Houston to 104 points. That's like an off night for them. Because I'm about to go to the stat. Like, I know I, I know James Harden at 44, but you out-rebounded him by 10. 
You had 11 offensive rebounds. You had 22 assists. You win that. You lose the turnover battle. You 82% from the free throw line, and you made 23 free throws. And you was, you was high in three-point percentage with 35%. But you still lose the game. So I'm going to go to the Rocket Stacks. Of course, James Harden had 41 minutes with 44 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists. Capella had 34 minutes off of 24 points, 12 rebounds, 1 assist. Chris Paul, surprisingly, played in the playoff game, had 34 minutes with 14 points, 3 rebounds, and 4 assists. Ariza had 33 minutes and 3 points. Yeah, put that nigga on the bench. And Tucker had 31, of course, and 3 points. Somebody just told me Ariza was dope. I had to laugh. Well, reason was what? It was dope. Like a really, really good player. He sell it? Or yeah, he, he snorted? He's a really, really good player. Uh, uh, what? We have, we have, you know how I always have you know how I always is have he still, hate um arguments with people. Is he is he still is he still playing for the Lakers coming up that yeah, championship like, run that, that he stole money from the Houston <laughs> Rockets the first time? Or what? It was like that championship run mm-hmm. well reason is the reason, you know, Kobe won. I'm like, what? Did he not see Kobe's step? Ariza on Kobe. No. What? No, that Ariza was the. Blame Kobe for Ariza was the. Like, the game was already won. He was just the icing on the cake and all that. Like, nigga, did you not know we had Lamar Odom? (laughs) So, the way the Houston Rockets are playing right now, what do Minnesota need to do to try to come back and make a push for this? I think Minnesota did very well. Like I said, they averaged one. They averaged 114. Mm hmm. You know, it's the highest scoring team in the league. You had them to 104. Mm. So, I think the only difference that you can do for real is score more. Carl, I think Towns need to score more. <laughs> damn, Sean ain't playing no defense. I, hey, he ain't playing no defense, but damn, he need to he need to do something. Yeah. Because uh, forty, you play no damn near the whole game and you only get eight points? Child, no. please. Cat. I hate to say he's overrated, but Cat is close to being so freaking overrated. Ooh, overrated? Yo, he's so close to being overrated. What's his stats for the year? Go to a, go go to Cat stats on this year, and then try to compare it to uh, a top. What do you play forward? Forward. Okay. So Car Anthony Towns. We're gonna see his stats and see if they overrated, underrated. His numbers is dope. Numbers is dope. His so, numbers is dope. So what's his numbers? Twenty-one points, twelve rebounds, um, two point four assists, and he played all eighty-two games. So he had a bad night. He had a bad night. Okay. But watching him defensively compared to uh, Anthony, not Anthony Towns, but uh, Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. or a. Uh, and B, it's like they can give you the same points and rebounds, but you're getting so much more on the defensive end. Right. And, like, I don't know, for some reason, triple doubles outweighs defense mm-hmm. nowadays. You know, if Hall Towns can give you a, a 30-point triple double, nigga ain't going to stop nobody from going 30. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, because look at, look at Anthony Davis. Two totally different type of players, but they all played the full position. He had 41 minutes with 35 points and 14 rebounds. That means he's hustling. 
I mean, to think that Carl Anthony Towns is somewhere near Anthony Davis to me is laughable. <laughs> and it's not a hate against Cat at all. I just, I just don't see physical or greatness when I see Cat. Mm. You know, uh, Chris Taps didn't play the whole year. What was his numbers? He had 22 and 6 in 48 games. Hmm. I don't think he still would have averaged a double-double, though. No, I don't think he's averaged one yet his career. No. I mean, that's right around where he averaged anyway. Mm-hmm. Damn, he had to play the whole 82 games. Okay. All right, maybe not overrated. Overrated maybe was a bad word. Just uh, let me see. What's the word I'm looking for as of last night's performance? I actually expect more out of Cat. Okay, I I I, I go with that. I'll say I expect more out of Cat. Mm-hmm. You was disappointed. Yes. All right, we'll run with that. Yeah. We'll, right now, we are disappointed in Cat performance. So tonight, game two with the Warriors versus the Spurs. What do you expect out of that? Ain't nobody watching that because it's ten thirty at night. So ain't nobody watching. Shout that. out to Bray Boy. Um, Donovan said Westbrook is a hyped up J.R. Smith as far as shooting you out the game. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I just said that years ago and nobody always not. Smith, but all right. <laughs> no, because look, when J.R. Smith get hot, damn it, nobody can stop him for real. He'll shoot up a random three in the corner where the, co- where the coach box be at and he'll hit it. Bow. You're like, all right, I'll give you that. That's lucky. Then he hit a sideline runner, uh, a Facebook three. A, a, a fast break three, pow, out of nowhere. All right, they hot. He hit the uh, mid-range jumpers and be like, damn. And then when he get cold, he get cold for a whole series. Same thing with Westbrook. He do the same thing. He'll give you 40, 10, and 12. Then he give you another 35. He hot. He can't miss. Lay up this, lay up that. But when he get cold, he get cold. And the shot selection that he do take is horrible. His shot selection is horrible. He shoots like he can shoot, like, his shot selection is like he can shoot like Steph Curry. Thank you. <laughs> he think he can shoot like Steph Curry. I'm not saying he got a bad jumper, but it's not accuracy of Steph Curry. When you that fast and you it's that dominant jump. in the paint, you can take somebody like LeBron. Westbrook and LeBron can take somebody to the hole no matter whenever they want. And when they want to take over a game, that's when they should take over a game that way. I don't care if you need a three or not. You better find a way to get an and one because a three ain't I mean, he definitely get an and one. As quick as he is. Exactly. You can definitely get an easy and one. And you can you can drive a whole defense towards you because you know you can get to the lane, right. kick it out to somebody who can shoot a three, Paul George, maybe Melo, or somebody else. And I would feel better at, with that than you shooting something crazy out your mind. What's that? Under 30%, 30% from three. Under 30%. 29.8. Mm-hmm. You're at 31.1. You're jacking them, though. Three, three percentage. You're jacking them. So, going back to tonight's game, what do you want to see out of the Spurs and Warriors? Do you want to see the Spurs lose again so Pop can give you another classic, you know, uh, post-game interview? It's at 10.30. I ain't yeah. going to watch much of it anyway. Yeah. But this this series is over. This is... You seem disappointed. No, not really. It's... Do you wish Kawhi Leonard was playing? It would be an interesting series, but I still think they'd have won. Yeah. 
What do you think was going on with Kawhi Leonard? Do you think he's secretly dating a, a Kardashian? Do you think he's secretly dating a Kardashian and it's ruining his life and nobody knows it? Trying to be secretly biased like I always do. Uh-huh. Yeah. He don't want to be in San Antonio. He want to go home. What's home? L.A. You know damn well that nigga ain't come from L.A. He from LA? He got straight cornback rolls. That nigga like he's somewhere from he North Dakota. Fame. He ain't got no cornrows anymore. Still. They still on pictures from two years ago. That means they don't even know what he look like anymore. <laughs> I mean, he looked like one of them black kids that looked like he listened to Rockstar and he played games off forever and he stayed in his house. Kawhi Leonard is a Los Angeles native. Wants to go back home. We're in San Diego State. All he want to do is just go home. Pop, release him. All he want to do is go home. So, on the nose, do the 76ers beat the Heat again the way they did Saturday? I don't know if it's tonight, but they do beat them again. Mm-hmm. I, I got a feeling that's a six-game series. Six-game series? Okay. They need to start. I don't know why they don't start their best player in franchise history. Dwayne Wade is coming off the bench. Mm. For whatever reason, I don't know. That's sorry. I mean, he deserved to. If this is his last playoff series, he deserves to go out starting. I don't like that. You got what? Dragic? No, Dragic was a point guard. I forgot who they have starting over him. Nah. Switching gears right now. Uh. The Seahawks have not yet cleared 2017 second round pick uh, defensive tackle Malik McDowell. So to say, they are expected to release him in the near future. They hope is that another team will medically clear him. Mm. Mm. What did he do? He was on the uh, big dummy. We need to start. Got space right down under that Orioles. That's gonna be the wall of shame. <laughs> Not because of the Orioles up there, but just because. Like, we need to have a Hall of Fame induction ceremony for these guys. So, Malik McDowell, his junior year or sophomore year, I can't remember what year he came out of school. The year before he came out of school, he was so freaking dominant. Mm. And it's like, there's no way. He'll go over there to Seattle. You got Michael Bennett. You got Cliff Averill. He over there and Nasir Jones is, is killing over there. Like, it's just saying like <laughs> Seattle is just pan, in panic mode, but then the coach Pete Carroll was like, nah, we good. Don't worry about it. What you mean we don't worry about it? You ain't been to the what? When last time you been to the divisional round? What, two years now? There was in the what year did Cam get to the Super Bowl? They had those That was that was almost like three years now. Was, that was the divisional round. It was right before the NFC championship. That was it. That was the last time he bet. So, poor Pete. <laughs> you at USC, uh, everything good. You win three straight titles. Yeah. Or two straight, going for three straight, something like that. Mm. And all of a sudden, here come Jim Moore. Here come Chip Kelly in your division. With these dynamic offenses in the Pac-12, and you just you just not the coach no more. All right, cool. 
We're going to go bring you back to the NFL. We're going to put you on the Seahawks. You start off 8-8, eight and eight, but you get your quarterback, you get your defense straight, and you got a little mini dynasty going. Actually, you pay for a quarterback, but still drafting one, what, in the third round, second round? Third round. Yeah, because you paid homie from Green Bay big money. My buddy paid him. Flynn, I think it was. Yeah, you pay Flynn, mm-hmm. but then Russell I'll beat you, yeah. and then you out next year. Right. So but, you've been you've been hitting and missing in different places, and don't they didn't even realize it. But the defense hit and stuck. Now you got no sir. Now you got Earl talking about he went out. Nick McDowell was supposed to be the next defensive tackle of the future. He gone. Michael Bennett is in Philly. Well, in your conference. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, hey, it depends. If he get get to play, I'll see what that in charges do or not. Cliff Avery was still, man, but all you got is your linebacker, and that's it. Yeah. Somebody, somebody gotta keep Bobby Bobby Wagner running. <laughs> so, all right, at pick, let me see, eighteen. Who are you targeting if you were Seattle Seahawks? Pete Carroll, who are you targeting? Are you going offense or are you going defense? See, here's the thing. I don't know if that's too high for Isaiah Oliver, but he's definitely one of their type of corners. Hmm. Man, and I guess I'm a Richard Sherman comparison. I don't think he's as great as Richard. I'm not going to put that on him, but he still can fit that, that role. And I think that's where he would excel in that role. Do you go corner or do you go safety with Cam Chandler? Because I don't think I don't believe Dermot James is going to be there. So, do you try to nah, fill that I'll go, position? I'll right go there? safety later. You go safety later. You go, so you go corner. Truth be told, you can probably put Marcus Allen out of Penn State in Seattle, in the second, maybe third round, hmm. and have him fill either one of those safety roles. So I don't think that's as high as a need, especially with Derwin or Mink or not being there. But I do believe you need to address the running back position at some point. Again, I would drive that later too. Yeah, but it has to be at least second round. No. That doesn't? No. Not with as many running backs coming out in this draft. No. Uh, yeah, but every running back can't go into certain divisions. They think they're going to you know, do great. I mean, what? You got what? L.A. Rams. Front four is nasty. Front eight is nasty. Nasty. Then you have San Fran, who's building a pretty good defense. Overall defense. And Arizona, Arizona is, is is not is not bad. They play hard. Tim Dietschy is supposed to do a little bit more. You got you still got Chandler Jones. You still got the linebacker from Temple that you drafted last year. Right, you you right. got uh, what's the, what's the other linebacker that's look like built like a safety? Built like a safety. Yeah, they got him playing inside the box as a linebacker, but you know, mm-hmm. I forgot. That's why. No, honey badger, right? No, nah, he gone. All right. Uh, he, you know, I confuse the Cardinals and the Chiefs a lot. Why? Because they, they red? got the same colors. <laughs> No, I confuse them a lot. No, no. I was really about to say Eric Berry, but no, it's wrong. No, <laughs> no. Eric Berry, he, he got health reasons for other stuff. 
Um, James Harrison retired after 15 years. Say he's missed too much with his family, so he's ready to call it a quits. With, I mean, two-time Pro Bowler, two-time uh, Super Bowl champion. Been to the Super Bowl four times. Yeah, you got two. Super Bowl for both still a Super Bowls that Ben got. Yeah. Okay. That's what they said. Damn. Um, other news: Broncos cut starting running back C.J. Anderson. He didn't do bad last year, so I don't know what's the real That's... silver lining with that because I know he killed me in fantasy last year in different leagues. So he's too different. Like I said, we're it's too close to draft to really go after C.J. Anderson right now. I don't think he get picked up until May, maybe June. So with Case can't even be in your quarterback, and you have Demarius Thomas, you have Emmanuel Sanders, and you have whoever else is on your receiving core. They get Jake from State Farm back this year, maybe. Who? The dude out of Michigan. I don't like saying his last name. Say his last name. Jake Butt. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do, but um. So do Denver get? Uh, offensive lineman, quarterback. I mean, yeah, quarterback. Or do they go defensive? Because you you pretty much got rid of your corner. You don't have a key, but they still got Harris. You need something. You need somebody across from Von Miller. No, they got. They still got he, Ray, and they got. He's not cutting it. He's not getting the production that the Marcus Way was getting. I mean, the Marcus Way. Exactly. Say that again. It's the market way. You're not gonna get that. Production. All right, then. then I need somebody who's gonna be across. I'm just gonna be like that. Then you're not gonna get that production. Do you, is, is somebody in this draft right now that can be somewhat of a Demarcus way right now in five? If Landry makes it or Chud makes it, there, then yeah. Mm. But if I them, but, but if I trade back, that. Landry would still be there. Landry would be able to trade back. I'm not going to reach off Landry at five. That's what I'm going to say. I think Chubb would be there. If Cleveland pass on Chubb twice, they're stupid. Hey, this is says Cleveland. They're stupid. Mm-hmm. That's like... Uh, other news is uh, Vikings like, uh, locked their star linebacker Kendricks to a five-year, $50 million deal. Twenty-five million guaranteed. So that's you know that's big up. Congratulations with that. All right. It said Leonard. Leonard has muscular dystrophy. He ain't about to be right. What the hell that? Is that? I don't know who Leonard is. Who the hell is Leonard? And somebody have to go running back or offensive line. Guy said eighteen. Seattle. Az needs a quarterback, playmaker, or a corner. <laughs> Who has not Kaiser? What's the other? Green Bay has Kaiser. What's the other black quarterback that I drafted? Mahomes. Who has him? Is that Chiefs or is that? That's God? Chiefs. So I get confused. How? They got the same colors. They look the same. And I don't they different black. I don't care about either one of them. They different black though. What you mean they different black? You said Mahomes or who? Mahomes or Kaiser? Yes, that's one. Look like he got a white mother. The other one look like he got a light skinned mother. I still like some team lights going on. Hey, still. I mean, I don't know what you want to get it out of there. I don't know how it is. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know who that was. 
I agree. AZ do need a quarterback though. AZ, so so with Case with with uh, Bradford with twenty million one year, and they have pick fifteen. Do you reach for a quarterback? No. I don't do think you reach? I think you pray that Baker or um, Lamar Jackson still on the board right here. Lamar Jackson will be still on the board, but Baker won't be. So I mean, depending on the coach, what type of system that you're running. Well, you have a brand new coach, so bringing in Lamar Jackson to learn his system will actually fit that better than Lamar Jackson going to 16. Well, Ers on the trade back and try to get uh, Mason Rudolph. You have the running back. You pretty much have a foundation that offers a line. You may want to go get more picks so you can get Rudolph, and then you want to get more in your defensive route. Because if they trade back and they get, I, I, I would rather have Rudolph with the receiving core that you might get and might have than Lamar Jackson. Because that means you might start taking carries away from Lamar to AZ for sure. That would be great. I can't lie. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson to AZ, Arizona Deep. You might start taking carries away from uh from the running back, start running back. Yeah. You know how I mean. You know how mean of an option that would be because you can't spy on run pass. Run pass option, of course. You run that offense, then somebody gonna lose touches somewhere. Fitz. I think Fitz would be more productive with less catches. Hmm. I mean, he's not same Fitz from two thousand. Was that six mm. Super Bowl or whenever that was? Two thousand seven. So, what else he say? I don't know. I think Seattle does need to go corner. Right there, eighteen. So the they corner. They still got Shaquille Griffin. That's it. <laughs> you get Shaquille Griffin, and that's it. That somebody else got hurt. Just shed? No, shed. shed. Mm. I hate shed. I don't know. Maybe I hate shed because it was the opposite Sherman. He kept getting. You know, he got all the work. So right now, the recent uh, on Friday, late at early afternoon, Des Bryant was released by the Cowboys. What is the bigger picture in Dallas right now? Where are they going forward? Um, does Hearns get more of a role? Does yeah. Zeke get twenty five carries? Expendable because they have Hearns, mm. and they can get a tight end at what, where are they? Nineteen. 19. So did you go receive a tight end at Dallas? I would go tight end at Dallas. You're a run team anyway. You have Witten, but Witten is. Witten, he's reliable. Mm. That's the best thing you can say about Witten right now. He's reliable and he has routes. You can get a younger Witten right there that learned under Witten. I think tight end works right there. You know what would be best? What would be best is to go ahead and get a guard right there at 19 or for your, or for your defense up. Get Evans. Get Evans right there or somebody in your secondary. They, you, have, they have an inside linebacker that's always hurt. Right? Lee. Lee. Okay. 
Lee's always hurt. It's almost that time. Start something new, get something brand new there, or you can go secondary. Skandrick wants out, wants to be gone. You know, you need more they cars car gone. You, you can have car back, but they're not going to get car. <laughs> they can't have them. So, I mean, you, you probably want to go defense right there. And then second round, you still have, you know, a good plethora of tight ends at that spot next second round. What is the – what are – is there a second? Yeah, what is that second round pick though? Just look, because I mean, you I still like you can still get Andrews, tight end from Indiana. Um, Ian Thomas. Yeah, they can get Fumagalli later. That's fine with me. Oh, they got Deontay Thompson. Say nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they got Coney. I do like that side. They got Joe Thomas. So I mean, well, I mean, what, what 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 pick they got? The second round they have fiftieth pick, eighteenth selection. So with that, they get the tight end they need. Yeah. So they don't have to exactly go tight end right there at nineteen. I feel like mm-hmm. they can go with defense or maybe interior lineman. Something fits the role that they they use their tight end for. I mean, their uh, wide receivers for too. Mm-hmm. Um. He's probably the best blocking wide receiver in his draft. He's more willing to block than any other wide receiver in this draft. Or you might go pain. You probably you probably want something to start rushing the pass up the middle because you're getting tired of Carson Wentz. You're getting tired of anything in your division that's not putting you on top. Washington has who now? They have Alex Smith. Who'd you say yeah, Arizona? No, Arizona got Bradford, right? Bradford for twenty million. Okay. For no reason. You can face it Alex, Carson, and Eli. And well, with Eli's that gonna be running for it. It's like no matter who who blessing. No so, so where do you, where do you, uh Dad end up at? What's the smartest choice for him? Who's in the runnings for this? I forgot who's in the running. But they want to put him with the Redskins. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I know we are 49ers, Bills. I want to see 49ers go. Dak Prescott was a big reason the Cowboys released Des Bryant. A Dallas exec tells SB Nation that he believed Bryant wasn't helping their young quarterback. Hmm. Sure, Des Bryant is no longer a Cowboy because the salary cost too much, because his production had dipped. Because he turns 30 this year and age and injuries were factors. Because his distractions, quote-unquote, and emotional outbursts in games in the locker room and beyond were tiresome. This, however, cannot be denied. The Cowboys concluded that Dez doesn't work for Dak. So that doesn't work for the Cowboys. That's interesting. I think it was the coaches within. I mean, you can't – I don't care – what type of stats that dip? You can't take away that he's still a mismatch on the field. He get more. I feel like he got more. If he gets more consistency with with the quarterback that he's with, 
he's going to be back to 10-plus touchdowns a year. Now, let's, now everybody's saying, oh, he dropped it. Let him be to with a, a quarterback that can get him the ball. Like, like uh, oh, what the fuck was his name? Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. You telling me he can, he's not going to get 10, 12 touchdowns? He definitely gets 10, 12 touchdowns, especially with um, Gronk considering retirement and always being yeah. hurt. You definitely get 10, 12 over there. I think, I honestly, I hate to say it, but I think that would be the best fit for him. Mm. He said Green Bay is not going to tend to try to sign him. No, I wouldn't if I was him. Yeah, I mean, because Devontae mean, Adams is your man now. Not only that, I don't. I feel like he would run whatever coach Green Bay has. Is that McCarthy? Mike McCarthy, I think, is their coach. Mm-hmm. I feel like Dez would run him. He's not going to run Bill Belichick. He's not no. going to run Tom Brady. It's a different mindset over there anyway. Because everybody wants to win because they, they – it's, 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 it's a different feeling of knowing what you need to do because you, you feel like you're going to win and wanting to win, having that hunger to win. Because you still don't know what it feels like. You still don't have the foundation or the right pieces because a lot of that team is still young. Right. Only old person on that team is Jason Witten. Where's the real leadership coming from that team? It was. It should have been Dez. But he's so mad. He's so mad about he not getting that rock because he feel like he get a difference maker, which he is. But he got to be a leader in some different way. Uh, I, I feel like if you look on the Cowboys on the outside and it look well, you got Lee and you had you had Dez Bryant and you got Jason Witten. I, I feel like personally, if you out, it, it looks like a college team. Bray Boy said, if the Ravens don't draft DJ Moore, I'm probably going to cry. So, so we going to draft DJ Moore at 16? Because he ain't going to be Hell there in the second round when we come back around. Hell no. We better not. I'm going to cry. That's the only way you're going to get him because he's not going to be there after that. I'm not picking him at 16. Then you're going to cry then, uh, Bray Boy? <laughs> I'm not picking him at 16. You're going to cry. He's not going to be there nowhere near the second round. If he's going to be in the second round, it's going to be early. If we're picking a wide receiver at 16, his last name better be Sutton or Ridley. That's all I'm saying. And I don't even like them at 16. Mm. Like, I feel like it's a a deep position pause that wide receiver this year, you can get a great, a good one that's in the second round. See, I don't, I don't understand the big having to draft a tight end when the tight end position is kind of going to be okay by the time we get to the second round. I feel like the most immediate need needs to be on defense. Yes, we better or trade back. We still miss Diggs. DJ Moore is not Diggs, though. If you want to say we miss Diggs, seen- the whole damn NFL miss Diggs because at the end of the day, Diggs wasn't supposed to start. Treadwell was supposed to start. True. <laughs> they, they drafted him early. They didn't draft Diggs early. Diggs was like, "All right, he's the best available. We just gonna grab him. He's gonna be special teams player. We we'll see what he do." And he starts shining. I scouted Diggs off of a fluke for me. Like I just saw his name. I was looking at wide receivers and said Maryland. I was like, "Oh, let me watch. He might be Tory. He might be you know." Nah, 
this kid was just unstoppable on the field. If you, if I you, did not see that. I do not see that. I DJ more. If you, if you go back to when they drafted Treadwell, and what was on the starting receiver core and for the Vikings, and then after the Treadwells and all the other receivers they drafted, they did not draft and see potential in into Diggs and be like, yeah, you gonna start right now. He worked hard for that. Antonio Brown worked hard for the be where he's at. So Moore has the same production as Ridley with eight more QBs. I mean, Bama does not throw the ball. Bama has two good running backs. They have four good running backs, if you want to be pretty much saying. <laughs> they can start freshmen, sophomores, juniors, anytime they want. And if the boy from Hawaii would have started, his really numbers would have been way different than what it is. I, I think Judy might wind up being a better wide receiver than Calvin Ridley. Who? Uh, Judy, that freshman. I think he might wind up being a better wide receiver. I mean, but stat wise, probably because the, the the boy ain't gonna never get that position back up in quarterback. Hurst is gonna sit there and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and transfer now. I'm so gonna go ahead and take this here. ride, get my education. <laughs> Maybe I'll play semi pro somewhere. I'll be good with mm-hmm. that way. Diggs been the dog, can't judge that hard. He been better than Trey Trash. Yeah, but at Trey, what was the number one receiver that they picked? They just lucked up and got um, Diggs. Diggs and White Boy, Thielen. Exactly. And when did you draft Thielen at? Did Thielen. you draft Thielen or did he? Did you pretty much get him off the practice squad and a tryout? I thought he I was. It was lucky. I didn't know who the hell he was. He was an undrafted free agent. There you go. Like I said, they just got you get an undrafted free agent <laughs> and a six round pick and be like, "Yeah, these gonna be my starters." Right. <laughs> Come on now. How lucky is that? The only thing you pretty much didn't luck up on was your your drafting of your offensive linemen and your running backs. So going into that, it's like, shoot. You just you just can't say that sit here and be like DJ Moore is going to be a hit and we have to draft him at sixteen. That's just not that's not that's not drafting smart. Now you're gonna be like, all right. I mean, I like Sutton over Ridley. I've been said that. Um, Scotland and I watched Ridley and Sutton meticulously just because. Herb was so adamant that Ridley was the better mm. wide receiver. Ridley's routes is ridiculous. He's the best route runner in this class, but he's not better receiver than Sutton. Well, what makes him? Uh, what makes Sutton a better receiver than Ridley? His routes aren't there, but his hands are. His hands is um, his hands are equal, and he goes and gets the ball. Okay. You don't have to put it right there in his hip pocket for him to get it. You can just pretty much do what we did, our Super Bowl run to Anquan Bolton. Just put it up over here somewhere. I'll go get it. But if I get the ball to Ridley, I'm walking away from everyone. He's walking away from everyone, too, once he hits them. Once he hits them. <laughs> but if he hits a grown big safety, he, he's going to get he's tr- walking away from No, he's not walking, he's walking away. away from Sutton is not that type of receiver. Yeah, no, he's not. 
Sutton is strong as a whore. He's strong as a whore, but he's dumb as a whore too. He is. He he is a head case. He gonna give you. He gonna give you a fifteen yard penalty a game. Yeah. And then he might give you that's two. Right. That's an ejection. That means you ain't gonna have it for two games. Yeah, we're pretty much what Brigoy just said. Um, he loves Sutton, but we're not that smart. I promise you, we'll regret not drafting more. Sutton, physical tools, hands, jump, head snatch of the football. Yeah, but how can you regret not drafting more when he's not going to be there? I don't want him at 16. I don't. If you, I'd rather get Hayden Hurst at 16 than get him at 16. Why would you do that dumbness? When he's I'm the third best tight end. Oh, Hayes? Hurst? Yes. No. Hayden is the number one tight end. He's the number place. one tight end. Yes. Over Penn State yes. and over South Dakota. Yes. No, Whatever the quota that is. Yes. Hurst, Dallas, Golden. And then um, I got Andrews next after those two. I would say Dallas, 2A and 2B, Gusecki and Hurst, because they both do something different for a different type of a team that may work for this person, may work for that person, but they both do something different that I like. Mm. So I can't put one over, over the other. Then you get Andrews and others. Dallas is the total package because he will he will block he will be physical and he's athletic. Hurts will too, long as he's playing against Michigan. Hurts will attempt to block, but he will get demolished. Hurts can block as long as he's not playing against Michigan. Hurts can only work in certain systems. New England, no, yes, no, yes. New England will he will he will be. We could use Hayden Hurts the same way we tried to use Ben Watson. He just. Ben Watson was 105 years old. I tell you, if if Hayden always if, if, if Hayden, Hayden, if Hayden Hurst gets to Baltimore, Hayden Hurst will be out in three years. No, this is he not physical enough? Is that what you said? It's just AFC North. So you're not physical enough for the AFC North. You're not physical enough for the AFC North. And he's he's don't get me wrong. And look, and look, look, and you, for for a person who talked about age, especially with Ridley. Nigga, Hayden Hurst is like 32 with a ball spot. Yeah, Hayden Hurst is 24. It is. That nigga like, nah, he's 44. He's 44 <laughs> going on 50. You're right. You're right. That he played. He play, that, that nigga needs is gone. Hurt. I know he done threw and, and batted a couple times. Hayden Hurst is gone. I think that's the only knock that I had on Hayden Hurst when I did my scouting report. When he's like, all right, this nigga old. You, two years, two years in the AFC North is gonna give you about seven years age wise if you ain't ready for that life. And he's not okay. I just say he's not a strong blocker. <laughs> That's exactly, uh, exactly. All right, maybe I gotta look at my notes then. All right, he's not a strong blocker, but then exactly he athletic. But see, the thing about it is Hayden Hurst will try to block. Gazeki ain't trying to block. I don't care what the film work you try to make me watch. He ain't blocking, and if he attempt, he getting washed. Gazeki, yes. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Like I said, Hayden will, he got a heel down block. I don't, and he this, I don't know how much this actually matters as a tight end. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I think my only knock on Dallas was he wasn't a good route runner. 
I don't think that's really a knock on a tight end because they're not really running ropes. Like <laughs> yeah, they run <laughs> seams and right. comebacks and little slants and crossing routes here and there. All right, so Dallas, Dallas might work. I ain't got an issue with Dallas. I ain't got an issue with none of the top five for real. Top four. Top four. Top five. Hold on. Hurst, Golden, Andrews, Jasecki. Yeah, top four. I got an issue with none of the four. Now, hold up. Roland had put a post up. Oh, and Herndon. Yeah, I don't got issue with nothing. Top five. Who? Herndon out of Miami. Okay. Even though my niece, when she was scouting, like, he's not physical at all. No. And coming from Miami, you need to be physical because it's too, it's too damn hot to not be that physical because when it get hot, people, black people want to be physical. So, Roland Hooker put a post up, and he wasn't a fan of it. And he said... Chad Forbes from NFL Draft Bite said, Virginia Tech Tremaine Edmonds, defensive version of Josh Allen. All about projection. Edmonds' tape doesn't screen first-round pick. So it's upside given athleticism and the youth in that'll land him on a day one. Really frightening. Putting the wrong system might have a major bust, and it's hard to project right system. I know that Tay... And her isn't in this room, but everybody in this room pretty much said that. That's what I said. Everybody in this room said that. I don't see how what film work. Me, I'm not. When I go to see something and you tell me to watch something, I'm gonna go in and unbiased. I was unbiased to see what the hype was when they had him at number one going into the season preseason. And when I watched him play, I was like, I went to sleep. I was like, all right, he probably nice, but I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna watch him like that. When I watched the whole. Film work of this guy mm-hmm. from last year, from 2016, 2017. You don't see first round pick. You barely see second round pick. You be like third. All right, yeah. If if, if I'm a, if I have upside and projection, and you can say I can be a beast at a DN, what that scream to you? That scream like you put Tim uh, Tim Williams at linebacker and was like, all right, nah, you can play outside linebacker. This is what we're gonna do with you. Just because you you've what. You 6'5", 250, and you can run fast? No. Nigga, I don't care how fast you can run. If your instincts ain't dead, nigga is running past you. You got to catch Thank up. Thank you. Thank you. Tavares Gooden. I was like, all right, you can play a 3-4 outside linebacker, set the edge, rush the passer, and with your length, you can, you know, you can cover the flat, get some real wild routes, and, you know, maybe cover the tight end here and there. But if I got to put you an inside linebacker, nigga, please. What? I need you to think. I need you to be the defensive quarterback on that field. Get everybody there. And you, you tell me I got to watch you play. And you said I, I got to watch you in a system that had you out of play. But you're not hustling to the ball either. Right. You're not. You playing against Clemson. So what if you in a system that they, had you out of play? They right? show you one. They show you one clip of the Clemson game. He make a tackle in the backfield. But they can't show you nothing else. Because he ain't nowhere else. If you look at the stats for the Clemson game, it's less than five or three tackles. Getting washed. Notre Dame. Getting washed. Oh, but you're going to show me the Pittsburgh highlights. Right. The D2 <laughs> highlights. Come on now. What tape that shows me you a D1 dominant player? I don't see There it. is none. I don't see it. There's no tape. I don't see it. You the, you the Jamarcus Russell of defense right now because you, you did great things in the combine and stuff like that. I said he's fast. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Ch- San Tremaine Evans 
is a first-round guaranteed pick, and he's going to be dominant. That means right now, to me, he better be better than Khalil Mack and Vaughn Miller combined. If you have that much hop upside and that uh, you think he's going to be that dominant, that great, he better be better than Von Miller and Khalil Mack in that first season alone. Not in this AFC North, he won't. I don't think he's going to be dominant like that anywhere. Anywhere. I mean. Because if you go to San Fran, the offenses that's a scheme for them are too fast for him to think right now. Like Pittsburgh mentioned a fast linebacker, but. He could think. He could think. His instincts was off the charts. The problem, his, his first year was, when he, when he first, I remember his first game here, we played at Baltimore. We beat them, but he was in every hole. He could play, he could knock the run down. He could strictly be in every hole that you needed him to be. But he, he had trouble covering. Second year, he got that fixed. He wasn't the best, but he was progressing. Right. You don't see no progressing in Tremaine at mm. all. Mm. Him and his brother or cousin suck at Virginia Tech. It was the safety. Something, the safety. Yeah. Here's the thing. I picked Virginia Tech to win the ACC. Not win. To, hold on. To be in the ACC championship game with Clemson. Mm-hmm. His brother was more of a reason for that than him. Because <laughs> his brother sorry. But if you go back to that game and you pinpoint where he's at on the field with every time, he doesn't matter. He doesn't change the game at all. I don't care what you say about Roe. He's getting from sideline to sideline to be near the play. He's not going to give up on the play. Now, when you say Tremaine, Tremaine be like, he's at the edge. That's about it. He's tall as hell. That's about it. What are you giving me? They're saying that he's dominant. I haven't seen no no defensive end moves. I haven't seen no straight uh, clowny, like Dominic, I'm pushing people out my way. No. You you shouldn't you shouldn't belong the in the you shouldn't close. belong in day one or day two draft for me. I mean, again, we don't see it. I just don't see it. We don't. I don't at see all. it at all. Now, now, something that we don't agree on is the the disrespect that you have for both the Notre Dame guard and tackle. Yeah, I, I explain. Their feet no, it's no, terrible. Explain, but but look, if you look at if you compare. Isaiah wins feet. And here's the thing. Hold on. Before we get further in. Uh-huh. I said Isaiah Wynn is a better guard than Nelson and a better tackle than McGlitchy. I'm not saying that either one of them are bad. And I'm telling you why. I just think that he's better at both positions than those two players. Nelson. Who will probably not even make a pass pick 15. When it comes to Nelson and Wynn, that's a preference. It's not who's better. It's a preference of what you like. One's more physical than the other. One has better footwork than the other. One has better punch technique than the other. One is more grabby than the other. One has one can down block better laterally than the other. It's a preference of what you want out of your player. Personally, you can say 1A, 1B preferently. Now, if you want to say Isaiah win and tackle, 
That's disrespectful. Nah. Especially not for McGlitchie. It is. It's not. It is. I don't see. I don't see. I don't see the film that you're trying to show me. I watched the Georgia game. He was responsible for one and a half hurries and a sack fumble. That game did not. He did not lose that game, even though that was the defining moment of that game when they played Georgia. That was not the reason why they lost that game. Okay. Okay. I just saw every number. I saw number seven. Number seven. He never blocked number seven. He never was nowhere near number seven. That was the right and side. Number seven ran around him. That was 17. Seven that, and 17 and 13. No. All three of them ran right around him. No, no. That was a that was a broken play. That was a broken That was a blitz to his side that he wasn't supposed to, that he said he wasn't blocking that day. 17 had, had two good plays that whole game. And so you can say out of, out of 100%, 80% he got washed. McGlinchey is not bad. McGlinchey went up, went up to more talent. He's not bad. I never said he was bad. But I he's not. He, but Isaiah, Isaiah Wynn, Wynn is not a better tackle than him. He I played so. one full year at tackle. And he's grabby at it. I think so. If you if you go back to look at his hand placement. Hand I think placement, his feet and is if you, too slow, McGlinchey. I think his feet is way too slow. But his length as a, as a, as a tackle, that helps. Because you push and guide. If you have a smart quarterback, all you have to when do is this, move up. When I say this, let me finish because I know you're going to be mad when I say this comparison. You're going to be mad at the whole when I say this comparison. I see Michael Orr when I watch McGlitchy. Fuck no. Let me finish. Both of them were slow as shit out of their breaks. They slow at it. Anyone running around them. Anyone that wants to run around him from that left side can do it. Michael Orr wasn't good to me until we moved him to the right side and we had McKinney. I see, I see, I see Michael Orr in both of them and both those bad traits. Michael Orr was slow off the ball, but he was grabby too because he couldn't he he couldn't get his hand placement where he wanted to. So he always was inside. He would have holding. He was always having false start issues because he was worried about being so slow. Right, but. Even though his footwork is slow, he still have he have good enough footwork to be where he needs to be. McGlitchy. McGlitchy. I think I feel like McGlitchy would be better on the right side. You can put him on right, left, or guard. He played all those positions. I don't see him at left in the league. I don't. You don't matter because if he get drafted by who somebody who needs a right, he can play right. He's a starting tackle. So Isaiah Win. Isaiah Win. Isaiah Win is not a starting short. tackle. He's just short. He's, he's going to play guard. He's going to play guard. So we we we, we judge he will him. get exposed. He will we get exposed. measurables. No. <laughs> yes, I'm judging because his hand placement it doesn't it doesn't no, translate to the NFL. I talked about his measurable. He's six two, so therefore he can't play tackle. Not he can't play tackle. His hand placement is is not where it needs to be to play tackle right now. Now, if he transitions like somebody get hurt, he needs to play tackle, he needs to move over, he can do it. But right now, if you put him out there, he will get exposed because his hand placement is wrong. He's not going to get beat on that left side. Like yes, he is. Play. He might get a hold on that left side. He's not going to get beat on that left if side. If you get a hold, you're getting beat. That's pretty much saying you're getting beat because that's a 10-yard penalty. That might well say it's a 10-yard set. But you don't lose it down. So what? <laughs> so if you Isaiah head. win... And you playing for the Ravens, and you get a, a ten a ten yard sack. That, you might well say our whole down is over. Yeah, that is. That, thank, you. That, that, thank you. That thank you. Now, if you playing for Dallas, 
and you get the, you might can recover because I might get a screen to, to Zeke. You go to Green Bay. Right. You ain't going to see it too tough. True. You go to Cincinnati. Oh, boy. You might as well wrap it up. True. Okay. That's you probably want to go to Carolina. No, you need to go to Carolina. He probably need to go to Carolina, Atlanta. Hold on. Where's Carolina? Hold up. Hold up. Carolina's at 24. Okay. Whew. All right. If, if we don't have him at 16, go to Carolina. Because if you say McGlitchy, somewhere in the teens, Connor Williams, somewhere in the late teens, who's the next best tackle that could go in the first round? I don't believe there don't really think- is one, but then when you have New England with the picks they have, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, they might get death there. I think Orlando Brown is projected to be a first rounder. He's, he's not. projected. I don't think he's as skillful as those guys that we mentioned. He's the type of tackle where you be like, all right, I want you on pause and advance, general packages, goal line, see what you can do, see what your footwork is at. Because what you running damn near six flat and you're 40, I don't know if you had a good kicking out, kick out stand for me to like, all right, you got to block Ron Miller. It's crutch time. Right. There's a James Harrison type of a DM right now that's going to get low leverage. Can you block him? Right. I just feel like he's lazy. And that's going to hurt. Unless we can. And again, that's the same thing that I said about Tim Williams, and hopefully with a uh, with defensive leadership that y'all like to blame or like to say, hopefully Tim Williams can stop being lazy. But that's the same thing I had about my same issue I had with Tim Williams last year. Of like, yo, I don't care who we pick, don't pick Tim Williams. <laughs> and we picked. I got. I got the film. I got the film footage. I mean, I just look at. I just look at McGlitchy. He's not that bad. To what y'all trying to put him out there for to be? He's oh, not. He's, man, I just don't he's think not he's as good he, as Isaiah Wynn. He's, I think he's the second best tackle in the draft. He's just not as good as Isaiah Wynn. Isaiah Wynn is not a tackle. If we're putting him at tackle, Isaiah Wynn is the he's best tackle. He's not a in the tackle. Draft. If, you, if we're putting him at guard, if, he's the best guard in the draft. If 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 Baltimore selects him at sixteen, are we putting him at tackle? Rest my case. So. What oh, Hurst? He definitely can move better than Hurst. You will put. You would put Isaiah Wynn right next to uh Marshall Yonder. No, yes. No. Yes. No. no. Yes. You would put him over there where our first round pick it was at. Right next to that tackle. Yonder go back to right guard. And put that, that works. It don't even matter to me. Hurst is on the bench. Don't even matter to me. That's fine. I can live with that too. He's not playing tackle. I can live with that. If we got Isaiah Wynn on the listen. If we got Isaiah Wynn on the board, it don't even matter. I'm, nigga I'm just telling you Isaiah Wynn is not playing tackle in this league. That's fine. I can live with that. I can live with that. And he's I not, say he can play tackle, center, or guard. He's not playing so tackle. No matter. And he's me. not the best tackle in, the, in this draft. It don't matter to me. Like I said, if we got Isaiah Wynn, man, you can put him at quarterback for all I give a damn. He can't play quarterback. We got quarterback. Isaiah Wynn on the goddamn board. I don't care what type of footwork he got. He ain't throwing that rock. <laughs> I don't care what you say right there. I'm just saying. If it's a way... We, we go ahead and put it in and, the And right now, if you had to base it so long, like, availability, you don't know if, he, if he's going to be ready for preseason. Injury? Yeah. That's really why he didn't do the combine, because he had a torn labor. So, right now, him and him and Price are on the same damn playing field. Availability. You don't know when they're going to be available. I still think fly. You, but if you a team that needs somebody right now, 
Especially you you can't draft him as if you're a Raven. Because you had about 30 people in the practice squad that was hurt. You had 60 people that was on your starting roster that was hurt. You can't draft somebody that's hurt that's not even going to be there for the first four or six games. You have to. You have you gotta, to. You got to take that gamble. Just for the other 10 years worth of playing that he can do right there. But the offense, if you look and at it. left guard. How many, go, go to the stats and see how many times Flacco was sacked. When you see the stat numbers, and I'm going to ask you one question. What, 27? 27 times. How many times he was sacked the year before? 33. The year before that? 16. Now, see that? 16 and 19 right there? Mm-hmm. That's consistent off the line. Last, they did probably at 33. That off the line was beat up and young. 27. Shambles, but it got better. And we tried to pass him like a month, too. Yeah. It went up a whole, what, damn near 100 passes. No. So. Yeah, he went up, yeah, damn near 200 passes. No, that's 100. 554 in 2014, where he only got sacked 19 times. To 2016, where he got sacked 33 times. So, now I'm going to ask you a question. Is the offensive line and the offense the reason why we don't make the playoffs? It's part of the reason. No, is that the main reason? I'm asking you a specific question. Is that the main reason why we are not getting to the playoffs? No. What is the main reason? I'm going to put it on pass rush. I want to put it on defense as a whole. I feel like we're, we use our defense – to do stuff that they don't do. So, yeah. But not even that. Like, you, you're, you're, there's I, no reason. I'm sorry. It makes me <laughs> mad every time I think about it. <laughs> every time I think about it, I get pissed off. There's no reason why g is back there dropping back in coverage and you got freaking Tyus Bowser that you just drafted. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. You put Judon rushing against any tackle, he's going to beat him and get that. Every time you had him rush, he got that. Every single time. I don't. Yeah, you want to use Bowser? You don't use Bowser to cover. The, what makes me mad is people. People forget in crucial, like crucial games that we on NFL Network as we speak as classic games. If you go back to the classic games, we're not being hurt by the offense to be like, oh damn, couldn't get that touchdown, couldn't convert, couldn't go fourth down, couldn't get that field goal. No. Up 14 on New England. Twice. What what did the defense do? What did the defense do? Give up 14. And then another, what, 20? 21. (laughs) And lost in the playoffs. Christmas. I know it was a lot of drunk motherfuckers that day. You up 20-something points. The day formerly known as Christmas that we lost. And then you, for some reason, you let somebody that's barely five, eight, six feet tall. Stretch out on me. And three people are holding you. The year, the next year, what happened? They formerly known as New Year's. Not even that. Go back to go go back to the 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 same the same game, the Steelers game. Go back to that same thing. You let them go down the field and go and waddle down there with no with no pressure, no nothing. Nothing. You back in that cover too. 
as Tay said, what defense do I not want to be in in the crucial moments? <laughs> Cover two. Now New Year's. People have already become alcoholics at this time because they John Harbaugh and right. DPs do not know how to coach. Marty just doing dumb versus in routes, comeback routes like Cam Cameron used to do. So when it comes down to it, New Year's, New Year's, New Year's Eve, wherever you want, wherever that day was, what happens, Al? Can't we get stop. the lead. We get the lead. After we we haven't had the lead all game, we finally get the lead, and then what happens? Can't stop Andy Red Rooster though. Mm. On a seam route to Cody Core. You don't. I don't even remember who caught the pass. Cody Core. See, he don't even remember he caught the pass. Cody Muff and Core. Now I know. Just like I was talking about Treadwell last year. Mm-hmm. I mean um, earlier. I wasn't looking at Treadwell that year. Cody Core is that dude. For them, for Ole Miss, he was that dude. He's and like, not a great route runner, but come on, you got this man just running straight down the scene. And the record that we had last year, the most devastating thing that that hurt me or frustrated me the more was we could not stop the run. So you mean telling me we didn't play subpar quarterbacks? Damn it, all year. Other than the Steelers and certain other teams. The Steelers. Casey Keenum had a good year, so I can't, you know, not include him. Even though his 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 game wasn't that great because he threw a pick. I think that was more the defense. We couldn't do nothing against Joseph. Yeah. But still, they scored. Limbaugh had a hell of a day against us. <laughs> so our schedule was do you remember the schedule? No. There was a bunch of backup quarterbacks. Yeah. I do remember that much. There was a bunch of backup quarterbacks. So I was like, yo, we all right, so we in the playoffs so we play backup quarterbacks. So we play we it. play we play Andy Dalton twice. That wasn't good. Mm-hmm. We played uh the nigga that went to the AFC championship. Jacksonville. Oh, not a great quarterback. Thank you. We didn't play Derek Carr. He was hurt. We played Chicago quarterback. Back up. They ran all damn day. But Brandon Williams was out. <laughs> we barely lost to uh, Marcus Mariota, but it felt like they was they was winning by forty, and we we lost by three. Mm-hmm. We didn't play Aaron Rodgers. We didn't play Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. We played. Uh, the highest quarterback at the moment at that time was uh Matthew Stafford. Stafford. We did hurt him. Beat him. We hurt him because uh, yo ugly yo was walking around like Shrek, want to step on people's hands. The thing about it is, look, you score thirty eight points and you give up thirty nine. Yeah. I mean, I asked you to be two thousands Ravens defense. I don't think that. Will ever happen again? And you play, you don't play luck. So the season was giving you, but you couldn't stop. You couldn't stop the run. You couldn't stop Andy Dalton. That was, that was you couldn't stop the problem. you couldn't stop the run in Jacksonville. You couldn't stop the run Steelers and uh, what's that? Let me see. Week one, week two, week three, week four. 
Mm-hmm. You couldn't stop the uh, run in week six when you play uh, Chicago. Couldn't stop the run the Vikings. Couldn't stop the run the Titans. Texans, they was running on you too. Lions was running on you too, but they still got that one game. Couldn't stop the run in the Steelers. December the 10th. Yeah, it was it's was horrible. I then you go back and you go back to that last game. Joe Mixon tried like he was trying to be Eleven Young Bell at that time. So we we need something to stop the run first because we getting turnovers. How can you lead the league in turnovers and you not win games? Now some of that plays into the offense, but then if you're only getting turnovers and you're still in your field position, like. It doesn't matter. You got to turn the ball over and get into the opponent's field of play to get points. Because the best offensive player on that team right now is still a kicker. Hmm. I don't want to say it, mm-hmm. but I think we missed Timmy Jarnathan last year. Just for the reason you said about them running on us. I'm not against Michael Pierce. I just don't think he's as good as Timmy Jarnathan. But it, was, it wasn't it was a, a huge downgrade, though. Because he would get washed, too, in the running game. The same thing that happened to Jarnathan is the yeah. same thing that happens to Pierce. He will sometimes rush, rush the passer, and, but they would double-team him, seal that off, and then move the pile. And when Chris Ryan was hurt, or we just didn't think he was ready to get on the field yet. Mm. A third round pick, we just nothing out of him for the first year. A third round pick, a second round pick, we just refused to put him on the field. Just and he showed promise. He showed like he was going to be like, yeah. Yeah. Why do we read certain guys like this team just has a slew of all stars? Just you, no, you got to wait behind. Throw says so you can easily move to defensive end. Like, why are you waiting? No, nah, Marlon, you can't get on the field. You <laughs> behind <laughs> Web. Like what? Behind car? Like nigga for real? Like now nah, we want to we want to switch this shit right, up. Come on, this this red shirt and stuff just gotta stop, bro. I I think they're gonna put Bowser into more of a role. They got to. You have to not only because Bowser deserves a shot on the field. Judon is your best pass rusher. I would rather have him and then uh then uh African yo. You can take him back to Wakanda. I think he was the child. I think he was the child that got left. I don't like Pat at all. I really don't. I think Pat is. I don't, I don't like how not physical he is. Non physical. He's not physical enough. Hmm. Where can we pick up Jesse Jewel? Nah, Who? Joe out of Iowa. Hmm. I just feel like he's a better pass cover yeah. than Pat. 
And my inside linebacker went back to Clemson. Just knew it was getting Kendall backwards. Knew it. Second round pick, Kendall backward. Nah, I'm going back to college. Okay. Oh, snap. See, that's why you mean. All these senior players went back to college, though. Shout out to Dabo for that. Because mm. Clellan and uh, who's the other guy? They had two defensive tackles, uh, defensive tackle and defensive end, or two defensive ends that was guaranteed top ten picks. And he was like, nah, we're going to go back to school for no more, yeah. Because they know that they, their stock going to rise up. But it could fall. Yeah, hey, <laughs> that's that's the chance you take when you listen to family or you listen to your agents and see what they talking about. And I don't that. I mean, they can't protect injuries. Let me say, Cullen, Farrell, um, Kendall Batworth went back. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter stayed another year. I think Hunter should have stayed another year, honestly. Think of the other dude name. You know who's another uh, player I'm not a fan of that's rated high. I haven't heard from him anyway uh, for a while. From LSU, Aiden Key. Arden. Arden Key. Yeah, I think he's good. I think he's trash. And I mean that like. I think trash is. It fits in certain cases. It okay. might be too harsh on others. Key is a uh, trash that's overflowing, but you're still throwing stuff in. Tremaine Edmonds is like a finesse trash that you press down on the whole day and you lift up and then lift your foot off and it closes. It looks nice on the outside, but it's still shitty inside. You can see the trash overflowing with Key. Marvin Joseph. Who? The, um... The middle linebacker, I was thinking of. Mm. Yeah, Wilkins, Farrell, and Joseph, all three went back to that ball. One more year. Hmm. Kendall Joseph, that's what it was. Not back with Kendall Joseph. Mm. I just knew you was a Raven. <laughs> not this year. Maybe next year. Shit. Maybe. Second round pick. You going to get... You going you, you hoping for... Uh, um... You hoping for a f- uh, top five draft pick next year so you can clean house, ain't you? No, I'm on top five, maybe top ten. No, top. Five. You might, hey, if you top ten, you might well go for top five. You might well. well I already have my quarterback though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I already have my quarterback. It might be another running back coming out that's be like, yeah, we definitely need that. Nah, I got my quarterback. I got my running back this year. We missed on my running back last year, and I think he's still going to do well in Washington if they get an offensive line for him. But my late running back, I'm not even going to say him on air. I'll tell y'all when y'all meet us at the draft party, my running back that I want us to pick on day three. I don't, I don't know how – well, did you read the report that Travis Kelsey said about his concussion? Travis, the headline says Trevor Kelsey didn't didn't know the Chiefs were losing in the playoff game until the final drive. <laughs> oh. well, he did get concussed like early in that game, though. In the like four. first half. <laughs> so he was saying, you know, uh, 
At the time he received medical attention during the second half, revealed he didn't get caught up until he got out of an MRI. He said, I missed the entire second half until the last drive. I jumped out of an MRI machine and looked at the score and wondered, what the heck is going on? <laughs> I haven't really peeked at the film ever since because I really don't know what the heck just happened. I don't think people doing MRIs and X-ray even watch the game. I don't even... There's a T. I I didn't even think there's a TV in there. I didn't get any updates. Talking about ruining your day. All the air just left my body. I just sat down and had my fingers crossed, and that the quarterback Alex Smith could go out there and make some plays and get to get to get us to the next round. Yeah. Yo, if you watch that game, there's no reason why the Kansas City Chiefs should have lost that game. Now, you can say they got robbed in the, in the fumble, the sack fumble, and they said he was down. His full progress had stopped, which was BS. I believe Andy Reid messed that game up. Now, if you remember, Titans were driving, and the score was already 14 nothing or 21. I want to say it was 21. It's probably 14. Now, the cornerback that you just traded got a crucial pick in the red zone. And you get the ball back and you do nothing with it. You throw three straight times and you have an uprising running back and you do not run him the rock at all? Hmm. He ended it up with like what? Less than 12, they 15 tips? Rate. No, they ain't fire. And you let a quarterback that can barely throw a 20-yard pass wallop you all the way down the field. Mm. Andy Reid still has a job. I'd have been like, Andy Reid, you gone. I say he's all the problem, but there's enough of it. Mark Woodson to interview for head coaching opening for the Knicks. He'll get fired as soon as he get hired. Why are they not interviewing Mark Jackson? He's a Nick great. <laughs> Yo, Mark Jackson must have cut somebody out. And the whole, like, GM and owners know it. He must have said some real ruthless shit and go I to state, yo. <laughs> yo. I, I passed the mark. Passed yeah. the mark. I yeah, all right. He probably gave you a scripture before he cut you out and then after, but he damn sure cut you out. He must have said some real foul stuff. But, all right. All right, go ahead and hire him. And let, see, here's the thing. On, in other Laker news. Mm-hmm. Lakers. If Mark Jackson is available and he wants to coach, and he wants to coach in California, I ain't trying to kick Mark. I'm not Mark. You don't even know your coach name is Luke. Luke, Luke Walton. I don't know if I call him Mark Walton. I don't know, but I'm not trying to kick Luke Walton out, and I'm not trying to override Brian Shaw for the second time. Mm-hmm. But Mark Jackson. Should get a call from Magic Johnson if the Knicks don't hire. The Knicks ain't gonna hire. 
I think he gonna stay. He gonna stay on that uh, broadcasting until he turned completely gray. When they feel like they got all the black melanin out of them, they be like, "Yeah, all right, you ain't, you ain't straight nigga no more. You, you can be controlled." Here's the thing about that: I hate their broadcast though. I can't stand Jeff Van Gundy. Like with every fiber in my being, I would rather. Listen to Quadri Ishmael call every single no, I don't. game for the rest no, of my life. Than no, I won't. No, I won't. I would. I would hope. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't say that because that's like wishing death on somebody. But I cannot stand. I don't like you at all. I, I cannot stand Q. But Jeff Van Gundy gets on my last nerve, bro. Like he's just—he's inconsistent. Because one minute he'll be like. He's stupid though. He'll be against the player, and then he'd be like, he'd be with him right the next play. Like, what? What are you talking about? He just has the stupidest shit out of his mouth, but it's not like Charles Barkley funny. Hmm. Like, even go back to his coaching days with the Knicks. You know how Mike dropped a double nickel on you? Because <laughs> your damn coach won't shut his mouth. <laughs> like, you got Spike in one ear running your mouth. Then you got Jeff Van Gundy talking about he's sucking up to all the players and trying to be buddy buddy with him so they don't play as hard. All right, now I'm gonna drop this double nickel on you. On you. <laughs> Are they hosting the in the finals? Who? Mark Jackson and Van Gundy. They have the um. No, I bet they do the finals. Yeah, they do. Oh my god. That's on ABC. Yep. Yo, you know who? I, yo, they had Stephen A. And like I couldn't, I couldn't listen to the whole game of Stephen A. Yo, if they had call him screaming A, I Steve, can't do it. They had Stephen A. and maybe like uh, Shannon Sharp. Hell no. That will probably be a classic because Shannon Sharp will probably suck LeBron's balls more than uh, Chris Collinsworth do Tom Brady or Drew Brees. And Chris Collinsworth gonna suck up the Drew Brees. You a damn lie. If he you, don't. If, if you if you throw that pill and it's over hundred yards in the first quarter. He's sucking. He don't suck like Drew Brees. He overlooked Drew Brees. I'm terrible. And all right, and then especially if the Saints is playing the Patriots or the uh, Packers. And and then uh, yeah, like Drew Brees, I ain't gonna feel. Stephen A. He gonna be like, he gonna try to use big words or whatever, and be like, it's just I'll trace it, but Joshua, all that dumbness. Mm. Start getting mad. Yeah, he just that's just how he talk. He can't stop y'all. Samuel L. Jackson. But he's, I don't know. He's one of my favorite analysts. He just needs to stop screaming so much. He's not going to do it. I mean, oh, when the headline not. like that, you just don't expect that. Of course not. But they probably have Shannon Sharp and Nick Wright. Oh game. my god! <laughs> oh lord, please! I will. I will not watch a single game. I wouldn't even watch the national anthem to who sing, who see who singing. I wouldn't want no. I wouldn't even watch no replay. I would just see what happened on no newspaper or on like Bleacher Report. I wouldn't watch no highlights. I wouldn't watch anything because if LeBron's not winning, they're not talking. <laughs> so I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't listen to none of that. Yo, did, did you see that meme of Nick Wright? 
Somebody mm-hmm. posted on on sideline talk. Mm-hmm. Had to be. Oh, I was in the car, dying laughing. It had to be like the funniest meme I seen mm-hmm. in weeks. Please find that again. There it go right there. <laughs> and it says Mike is right. If LeBron told me right now to put his dick in my mouth, <laughs> in my throat, it's MVP dick, and then you never turn and dick away from an MVP from the greatest of all time. Mm-mm. That's Nick Wright saying that right Mm-mm. there. And that's, I believe he said that. <laughs> so you got any more thoughts? Just stop it, stop it. No, not today. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, I kind of got a rant. Not really a rant. Go ahead. A statement. Oh, you got a statement. Um, shout out to Russell Westbrook. We did bash him a little bit earlier. But shout out to Russell Westbrook for getting a triple-double or averaging a, a triple-double again in the season. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dope as far as stats go. That's pretty much all it is. That's not... Overanalyze this to oh he got triple double he got to be the greatest point guard in the league or he got to be one of the greatest point guards ever like that's not analyze triple doubles to mean that this nigga is a two guard scorer that's running that's got the ball in the point guard position at times because I think it was a, a question about if you switch John Wall with Russell Westbrook does OKC win more. They still get into the playoffs. It don't matter. If they win more... Russell Westbrook would be a better player, but John Wall will facilitate, and you're going to have three guys trying to go one-on-one. It, it doesn't matter, because at the end of the day, not neither of those teams are beating Golden State. True. With a healthy carry, so I don't care. True. You're right. That so, you can right. switch the teams all you want, players. But L. I think people <laughs> look at triple-doubles to mean something that it doesn't. And yes, my favorite player in the history of the game of basketball was a triple-double point guard. But he also played center. Mm-hmm. He also played power forward. Like you can't, like you said, so, you, you can't take mm-hmm. away from what he you know was done in the game. He earned those stats, some of those stats. But I feel like you're not playing the game strictly for you playing the game first. I just don't see how that for makes a championship. your team better because you. Got rid of Vic, who's a, um, a all star this year. Mm-hmm. Didn't fit your system last year. But you got rid of Vic. You got rid of Cantor. You got rid of Sabonis, the rookie. And you bring in Paul George, who might not even be there next year. Melo. And Carmelo. Two all stars. One was a damn all star this year because somebody got hurt, because Team LeBron kept getting hurt. That's the only reason Paul George was an all star. This year, and Carmelo was an All Star every year almost until until like, this year, yeah, or last well, year, until last two three years. I think even two years ago he was an All Star. Yeah, I think he's probably hurt though. Yeah, yeah. but he was still an All Star, still weak. So you bring in two All Stars recently, recent All Stars for three players who were pretty much role players in your system last year, and you only win one more game. Obviously, the triple-double stuff don't equal wins. Mm. Y'all still can't get 50. The only way they 
think we can even compete with the Golden State Warriors if not say compete, but like being having a close game, but you're still gonna lose. If if Russell has thirty plus, Paul George has thirty plus, Melo might have fifteen, but somebody else got to score on the bench. And but like I like like I said before the series even started, if that boy Clay Thompson is give you twenty, you can wrap that up, bro. You can wrap, and then you know what? I I think this is the perfect time. For for them to start heating up the way they're supposed to. Because Klay Thompson has that role where he's going to get more touches. He's going to get more in the rhythm. And then when come championship time, Western Conference, or even finals, watch out. Because that 15 to 18 points that you're going to get from Klay, 20-something that you're going to get, and a high 20 from KD, and a 20-something for Curry, it's going to be a problem. Only reason why, like I said, only reason why them games are so close in the championship last year is because because Clay was off. I don't care what type of defense he's playing; you got to score points it to win a game. To a certain extent, yeah. It was close, like third quarter. It should be. It should have been like you'd be up by fifteen. For the other, that one game where Cleveland was hitting everything, we had like eighty points in the first half. Exactly. Other than that, it was a close moment. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm talking about like fifteen twenty. Mm. Averaging, mm. but they up by thirty the whole game. They bring it down to fifteen to twenty. Yeah. Let Clay get twenty, and it's gonna be you gonna see what happens. So that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got for tonight. Uh, make sure you come out to the uh, draft party. Sixty three forty one. I'm just making numbers off the top of my <laughs> head. Hold on one second. I mean, man, that's right. Sixty two forty one. Kenwood Avenue, Rosedale, Maryland two one two three seven. Same shopping center as the Rosedale Library and whatever liquor store that is in there. Mm-hmm. It's BYOB. It's right by the, the uh, Snowball Shop. All the ratchets be there. Sundresses. Yeah. They Crack up. up. Yeah. All day, every day. And the snowball stand is open. Um, yeah, we're going to be there starting at 7 o'clock live broadcast on the Spreaker. Um, Giving out gifts. Gift cards. Avengers. Shirts. Infinity War comes out the very next day. If you ain't got your tickets yet, you might be in trouble. Mm. But we, we got you on the AMC gift card. $25. So maybe you can try to get one Sunday night or like that next weekend. How yeah. about that? You might you might be in trouble if you were to go to draft party to get your ticket, but you know we still giving them away. We get reimbursed and put right. it that way. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Sideline Talk. Join the Facebook group if you haven't already. Hashtag Sideline Talk. Keep debating. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. Out. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. 
Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details.